0: Hello and welcome to now available on video cassette your favorite 90s movie nostalgia podcast. I am Tom Hewinger, joined as always by the pit to my peach, <laughs> Trevor <laughs> Williams. Happy to be here, Tom. Happy <laughs> quarantine again. Yeah. Uh, the what? pit to your peach, which what? sounds endearing. I, I guess. <laughs> it I did. F- in the, it really did in the moment. You... Yeah. Good. Uh, that's... <laughs> It's like my grandma used to say: "You're all you kids are the pits to my peaches. You're the fuzz to my peach skin." Yeah. Um, so, as you mentioned, Trevor, quarantine. Um, quarantine. It's, quarantine. it's uh, still very much a thing in many parts of the world. We're still our here. <laughs> um, has Frederick reopened at all? Uh, a little bit. Uh, I, I saw an article that like some restaurants are doing outside dining and stuff. It's not for me. No, I'm,
1: I'm, not, not, I'm not. I'm not ready.
0: I'm, I mean, I'm ready, but I'm not okay, going to do it. I mean, I'm like, I'm so like, our last episode was Night of the Roxbury. Right. And we both talked about how we were not at all uh, clubbers <laughs> never were no, <laughs> but at certainly this point, not. At this point, I would welcome a night out to a club. You want to go to the club, just, getting like the special reserve seats, uh, just bottle get, service. Yeah, I mean, just to watch people again. Um, <laughs> I'm getting pretty stir crazy. The most I did was the other day. I went on a bike ride, and nice. it was surreal. Really, like it was just weird because like some people are out, and like some people have masks, some people don't. But like just like seeing that many strangers was very different from my normal day to day in baltimore uh we're still under a stay-at-home order are you still on a stay-at-home order no no i don't think so uh i mean i know it's because it's different by city but like the whole state isn't at stay-at-home order so i guess yeah it's city by city so no it's not that um yeah. which is nice but i've still like i don't know i haven't i haven't been going out it's yeah really, well it's not I like know. you can i mean bars and stuff are still closed right yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like I could I'll get takeout. You can get a, a haircut. Home. You can make an a, I should you, get a haircut. Make a, an appointment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, My it's crazy long. crazy world uh, still even crazier by the day. Uh, the news is very depressing. The news is very depressing. Uh, the government's very depressing. The commander in chief is very depressing. I really I hate that the whole mask thing has become a political statement rather than just uh, a common sense thing just common sense like doing what's nice like for your fellow people yeah to try not to get them sick it just seems really basic I don't know oh, well yeah and like trust me like I was in the, gro- I hate it like I was in the grocery store earlier and oh we wear glasses um yeah well yeah the glasses <laughs> and also like it's getting hot and I was in the grocery store and I was like I was almost starting to panic because I felt like I couldn't breathe yeah. and I um and you know I like lifted my mask for a sec just to get a, 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 you know, breath of fresh air, and then, I Molly took care of checkout and I just went outside because I, I needed to take my mask off. Um, so I mean, I, I get the frustration and resistance to it, you know, but at the same time, just fucking wear one. Also, just wear one, yeah, and like, we can be understanding of each other like if you need to take a break and go outside like that's fine i don't know a cashier in the world that like if you wanted to leave your groceries you know just there and be like hey i'm gonna like (laughs) cool yeah no one's gonna steal your groceries (laughs) like fine take a minute it's fine (laughs) yeah yeah fucked up Uh, things are fucked up right now so you know what we should do we should talk about uh a movie that people have nostalgia for and book And book Uh, This I'm excited about this week Because this is a Listener suggested movie Uh, It's James and the Giant Peach James and the Giant Peach James and the Giant Peach Suggested by Blair Blair thank you for listening Thanks Blair Uh, Also thank you to anyone who's still listening to podcasts right now I have heard from a couple other people who've been listening And I appreciate that That's really awesome. I've been listening to so much less podcasts because I don't drive anymore. Me too, yeah. I I have one podcast that I still listen to every week for like doing dishes and stuff, and Mm. that's it. Um, So if you're out there listening, thank you. What's that one? Uh, It's a video game podcast. Nice. Called the Giant Beast Cast. Uh, Nice. uh, Yeah. I mean, hey, I figure might as well give them a shout out since it's like the one that you're still listening to. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's huge. Um,. All right, well, let's dive in and do what we do here. James and the Giant Peach. James and the Giant Peach. So you mentioned that, yes, it is also a book. It was first a book um, by Ro- Roald Doald. Really? No, Ro- Roald Dahl, right? Ro- oh, Ro- Roald Dahl. I don't, I don't remember the, the name of the author at all, so I trust you. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Oh, okay, same, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Matilda? Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah uh, right, uh, right, right. very uh so like um my my Cobb children's literature. <laughs> exactly. The Witches? Yeah. Oh, he wrote The Witches. Mhm. Um Danny yeah. Champion of the World. I I was a big That fan. movie also fucked me up. Terrifying. Terrifying. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, okay. Um so big big name here. Big big name author, big name book. So, and this was directed by Tim Burton, I believe. Oh, was it? I think it's a Tim Burton or produced or something, well, but yeah. Yeah. So it is stop motion. Ah, love it. Uh, which is really cool. So cool. Um, but this movie also, it starts and ends with live action sequences. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. So it starts with, uh, um, with James, a little boy. A yes. um, little boy. <laughs> uh, who's living with his two terrible aunts okay are they are they human or are they stop motion they're human oh. and uh they're like terrible awful people that like basically treat him like a slave and starve him and yeah. it's awful now i i know this i i know the story very well because i i read the book when i was like in fifth grade and it was one of my favorites and i had it and then the movie came out around that same time i think and i loved it but like there were some differences it was one of my first like book is better than the movie ones But yeah. i have cheated slightly with the first few chapters of this book because i don't know if you're aware that taika watiti and some of uh, his famous friends have been reading the book for charity on yeah. youtube yeah and i remember you mentioning that fucking brilliant that's it's really cool. So good. <laughs> so I started watching it before I knew that we were going to be doing this one, and then I stopped. Oh, just check that out. Um, but it's, oh my God, it's it, so hard. You find that on YouTube? It's so funny. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, he's got a lot of really funny. Quick uh, sidebar here. Um, sidebar. Uh, you have we talked about that tech tt is getting a star wars movie you, you and i have but okay. i don't think we have uh, it on, <laughs> i'm excited on about that i right, like so honestly excited. i've been kind of over the cinematic world of star wars for a little while um and then i heard this news and i'm like yeah i don't care what it is I'll, i will watch it i watch anything he does <laughs> everything he's done has been great he's very very uh, you watched uh, hunt for the wilder people yes right? yeah, yeah oh loved my it. god so we loved it. It. okay Uh, so so James and the Giant Peach, he's got these... Take a tangent. (laughs) He's got these, uh, (laughs) terrible ants, uh, he's like... Aunt Sponge and Aunt Spiker. Uh, uh, he's, like, hungry all the time, and, uh, then he goes outside and, uh, sees, like, a peach or something, and it, like, like, it somehow magically grows large. Remember, he runs into, like, a guy, like, a weird guy... Yeah, yeah. ...who gives him, um... I guess these, like, weird glowy things. It's like a magic, like... It's, like, not a potion, but, like, he made these, like, magic things. He's, like, this weird wizard guy. Okay, wait, wait. So we skipped the beginning. His parents died when he was four because they were eaten by a rhinoceros. Yes, yeah. Yeah, a giant rhinoceros, right? Yeah, yeah. And it ate a meat-eating one. And it ate his parents. And then he goes to live with his aunts. Yeah, well, look how that worked out for the rhinoceros, huh? <laughs> Pretty hard to eat anyone while you're extinct. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, we got nice. them. Good one. Yeah, that's true. It's they sad. were a lot bigger of a problem back in, in <laughs> Roald dolls time. Oh, rampaging totally, yes. around the streets of London. Yeah, eating people. Uh, eating people. Um, so, yeah, his, his parents die. He goes to live with his evil aunts. Yeah, and they beat him. And they don't feed him. And they make him do all this work and they're just terrible uh, Then one day Old guy shows up oh, Old wizard man And he says I've made these Out of all these you know like I don't know like ocelot Snouts and shit <laughs> And they're like these little green wormy Things you know Yeah, yeah. I like concocted them over all time Using the moon And then he's like here take them And then you know <laughs> James and then James does and he's like eat them he's like eat them and you'll like yeah. you'll, it'll be amazing but he like he drops them right yeah he's like psyched and they like face plants and the, he drops them right at the base of the peach tree right and it grows up big giant and then uh, the ants are like oh my god look at this giant peach we're gonna sell tickets to see this thing right and yeah. uh, eventually uh, I guess like Oh, like there's a hole in it or something, and James crawls inside. At least from the in the movie, right? He like crawls Hmm. inside, and they do this weird sequence where he you can see him going from um, live action into like a a stop motion character. I totally forgot that. Inside, he meets all these giant bugs that become his friends. There's a a centipede. Yeah, grasshopper. Grasshopper, silkworm there's a a spider yeah is there a ladybug I think there's a ladybug is there a ladybug I think there's a ladybug it's either that that or the only image I can get in my head is the ladybug from a bug's life maybe I'm (laughs) just thinking of that yeah so like they all like got the magic powers from these things and they grew really big along with the peach yeah and and then um, so like it got so big that it's basically like on the ground and then they eventually, like, something happens. They want to chop it off. So they ha- they chop it off the tree, right? And it goes rolling yeah, it goes down rolling. the hill yeah, all the way to the ocean. Yes. And then and it's, it's floating on the ocean course. for a while. And they're, like, eating it. And they're, like, oh, man, they're, like, peach is so fucking good. They're, like, oh, no, we don't have any food. And they're, like, wait a minute. Wait, this whole thing is <laughs> food. We, it's all food. And there's, like, yeah, peach and peach juice. And you're, like, wow, I bet that's really, really good. Um. And then uh, eventually... So, I know in the book, uh, there's a point where they are being surrounded by a bunch of sharks. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it ends up not really being an issue. Right, because the way that sharks... I nope. remember that because they have, of the like, way the nose yeah. in the mouth, yeah, they can't they, like eat it. Right, and it's like a big circle. But in the movie, they're like, no, <laughs> there's going to be a shark, and it's going to be an issue. We're going to take creative liberties, and uh, <laughs> yeah, this is like a huge, huge difference. It's weird. Uh, it's like a, a mechanical shark. It's like a steampunk. Yeah, that also shark. I believe also it's really a vessel for a bunch of like steampunk pirates. I think I don't even remember I just remember it has like a big hook chain thing that it shoots out yeah and then yeah that's at that point they're like we need to get out of here and, the, and I think that's when they start lassoing all the seabirds I love that I love the lassoing the seagulls um thing. and yeah so then eventually they lasso a bunch of seagulls and the the peach takes flight yeah and now it's, now it's it. flying through the clouds yeah it's beautiful and there's I think there are songs in the movie it's whimsical. Yeah, I think there's like an Eaten Peaches song. I wish that the presidents of the United States of America were able to lend <laughs> their song Peaches to this song because that was kind of a missed opportunity. Great album. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they take flight. And at that point, uh, from this, really very different from the book in general because the book has all these things about like, like cloud men, that yeah, like, and they're like chucking hail and yeah, stuff yeah, they like at them. shovel hail and stuff. Does that not happen in the in the movie? I'm pretty sure it doesn't. I think, you, I, think I think you're right. I think they skipped that. I'm not sure what. Once they get on the journey, I'm not sure how many other conflicts there are. Really, I'm sure there's like a storm at some point. I know there's also uh, There's some interpersonal drama. Yes, there is because the grasshopper and the centipede, I think, really hate each other. The is kind of a dick. Yeah, he is. Kind Grasshopper's of, kind of like old, and like he plays the fiddle or something. Yeah, with his leg. Um, yeah, I, I can't really. <laughs> I just remember the major plot points, because uh, and then eventually they get to New York City, right. and the uh, Peach lands on top of the Empire State, Empire State Building. Classic. Uh, like gets stabbed through, mm-hmm. and then at some point, uh you know, crowd gathers and, and, uh, James gives a speech, just a right, beautiful like moving speech. It's all about dreams. It's about dreams. And like, I feel like people like it, it's kind of on the edge there of like, Oh, like this could be a problem for a bit. But then, and like, they see it like all these giant insects and stuff coming out. And they're like, are they aliens? Like what's going on here? Like, are we under attack? But yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like this little boy shows up and he's like dreams. Hey, hey man, see this building. Someone dreamed it. Someone dreamed it. You know, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. At, I know. At some point, he faces the rhinoceros. Uh, oh yeah, why? The, the, so and the rhinoceros is very. It's the way that it's done is it's like he. Uh, it's oh, also mechanical, isn't it? Either mechanical or 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 Im- or imaginary. Uh, like it, maybe that shows up in the clouds. Yeah, it does. There's like a storm. Yes, yeah, and it comes out in the in the clouds and his it's, fears yeah it's really it's just his fears cause like we're all just scared little children we're all yeah and we're, we're all just the power of of dreams and imagination will save us we're all imagineers yes Im- imaginots Ama- yeah, I don't think you can say imagineers that's probably trademarked by Disney imaginations <laughs> no that's already a word uh is this a Disney movie Dreamworks I honestly don't know yeah neither do I I'm pretty sure Burton has to do with it, though, or something. So, it is... Uh, it, that wouldn't surprise me, uh, because I do remember it being kind of dark. Yeah. Uh, sort of... I don't know. That's you know where all doll stuff is. Yeah. I bet Danny Elfman does the music. Uh, yeah, I bet you're, bet you're right. <laughs> but that's a big uh, What about uh, voices? Famous voices? Can you think of that's any? That's a great question. I really... I can't think of any. Um... I feel like the centipede is someone who yeah who Who would be in it probably someone English yeah I think James he, McAvoy he he was he was probably like <laughs> he's like 19 as old no because he, he's not that much older than us I don't think he's <laughs> not that much older than us uh, um. yeah I have no idea oh man we have to guess one right though this is killing me yeah Ian McKellen yeah Ian McKellen's gonna be one you're gonna have uh James Gandolfini uh, is gonna be <laughs> one of the voices. Centipede? Yeah, Kate Blanchett. Okay. Ooh, um, that's a good one. I like that. And one. uh Marissa Tomei hmm. and uh Judy Dench. Dame Judy Dench. Yeah. There she's she plays the silkworm. Okay. Cool. And uh yeah. That's it. I bet there's a great cast, too. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, so at the, at the end, I think he ends up living in the pit, in the like pit. in Central yeah. Park. Yeah, yeah. hollow uh, at the pit becomes his house, and he, and again, uh, uh, like so many great stories, he ends up writing a book called James and the Dry Peach. No way. <laughs> and he reads it to kids. Yeah, uh, that's so good. Yeah. And I, I feel like the kid is somebody. Is it... Um, um. not Freddie Highmore because he would have been too young really uh, Joel Osmond no it's some god who is uh, some little English kid the kid who played Billy Elliot who is that oh I think you're right actually I think it is that kid yeah maybe we'll see probably uh, do you have any associated memories with this uh, this this film Hmm. Not really with the film. I think I saw it in the theaters. I think. Um, I think we saw it too. We definitely watched it in my fourth grade class when we read the book. Nice. Um, which was cool because you know cool. movie day. <laughs> Did it come out when? Well, I guess you were in fourth grade when I was in fifth grade, right? I guess whatever you class of O four. Oh yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was class of O five. Okay. Yeah. So that checks out. Um yeah good times with James no I just I remember (laughs) being like the shark thing is wrong it's wrong why did they make it weird and then like where are the ice people where are the cloud people they were really cool I remember that as a kid being like highly critical yeah I think I maybe saw I feel like I maybe saw the movie before I read the book and I remember ultimately liking the book more Mm -hmm. Uh, no that's cool which is BFG? Odd. Do you like the BFG? That's another Roald doll one. No, never, never read that one. Never saw that one. He's big, friendly, giant. A giant. Yeah, a big, that one's big, dark giant. too. Those giants eat children. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know what what his deal is with uh, <laughs> child mortality. <laughs> I know. Did he? That's I guess. Scary. I mean, you, did he have like siblings that died? Probably, I, mean, I feel like, ever-ended back then. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of crazy. No, I think what he had was, like, I think he had family in Norway, and it was just, like, a dark Nordic storytelling. <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, I'm ready to watch it. I'm yeah, excited. let watch it. You know, um, well, let's, yeah, well, um, let's watch it, and we'll, let's come back and talk about it. We're gonna watch it and then we're gonna talk about yes. it okay cool sounds good all right all right thanks everyone we're back and we're back and we're back you dime store timmy nice uh, hey, welcome back. We, we made it all the way across the North all Atlantic. All the way across. To the top of the Empire State Building. Okay, so many things to talk about here. First, number wow, one. Brother. Number one. This movie is a work of art. I would agree with that. It's beautiful. I love the animation. Yeah, and multiple kinds of animation, too. It's really cool. Yeah, dream sequences. There's and, like, the, yeah. Yeah, like that collage sequence. Yeah. Like that Beck video. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> man. Yeah. Really. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. Uh, animation, beautiful. but also beautiful character models. Um, um. And I mean, we were totally w- and way off about a lot of details in terms of cast and whatnot, but uh I Yeah. Well I think we have Henry selick to thank for a lot of the direction there because he yeah. did Nightmare Before Christmas, yes. he did Coraline. I mean a lot of his work gets sort of lumped together with Tim Burton, who like was a producer on this, but Henry selick really I mean he was the visionary behind Nightmare Before yeah. Christmas, a lot of that stuff. Coraline, yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Love Coraline. Um and uh Randy Newman. Oh uh, not Danny Elfman. Honestly Randy Newman totally fine what a pleasant surprise oh absolutely i'll take honestly i mean i love don't get me wrong i I like danny elfman but i'll Uh, I'll take a randy newman vehicle any day of the week any day any day yeah breakfast lunch and dinner give it to Uh, me pleasant film uh, great score uh i believe he did the score for the natural nice well um but Got I mean bugs I lo- in the <laughs> bugs in the garden go- Bugs in uh, the garden What's so funny is Good people And like you, If you know Randy Newman's music And you like his music When like every song that they sing in this, I could just I could hear Randy Newman's voice, like James in in his living room working out these songs. I could hear everything. James is singing like, "My name is James, I am a boy," and I just hear Randy Newman be like, "My my name name (laughs) is James, yeah, I'm a boy, big old peach, you a big old peach boy." (laughs) <laughs> it was so good. But the melodies and everything is all very quintessential. It is. Uh Randy Newman. And the Man, he's and just got it locked down too. Like his his style is so on point. Yes. And like he draws from a lot of stuff, but like he just has a style all of his own that's just so like Gershwin show tunes but like yeah. his own thing. Yeah. Anyway. Love it. Love it. So happy. Yeah. Um also disclaimer <laughs> for the audience, uh, because you know, we're Recording from home, if you hear uh, strange sounds on my end, someone is baking delicious things in the room next to me, so you might hear some, some cooking noises. Well, that sounds lovely. It is lovely. <laughs> that sounds great. Uh, since this whole thing has gone on, uh, my partner has taken up baking, and it's well done, uh, been incredible. Mm, baking, it's such a science, I'm so bad at it. Yeah, I, I don't have the patience for it. Yeah, I'm like I uh, can cook. when I cook it's like you know I'm, it's like I'm playing jazz you know Ooh, um, just throw it in sprinkle you know, a little of this on there yeah, sprinkle that and it's okay because uh, if you do something <laughs> wrong there's so many ways to undo it but I yeah, feel like you don't have that when you're baking no it's a science experiment gone wrong if you do it baking anyway. have you picked up any uh, any hobbies since this has gone on Uh, No, I've put down a few Um, Uh (laughs) but uh, No, I mean, you know, I think we've talked about having trouble staying creative And uh, finding the gumption to to do that So uh, I I try to, you know, keep writing Um, I've been doing, you know, DMing for for our game And that's been a nice sort of vessel to give me a reason to be creative Um, And it's been great Oh, thanks, Tom. Uh, But, you know, I'll play some guitar. A little guitar, a little bass. Yeah? Yeah. Totally. Speaking of guitar and bass, Randy Newman orchestrated (laughs) for some of those in this movie. I know. Um, And violin. And violin. Okay, so, like, cast, though. Cast. Cast. Uh, Okay, so, here's something that I thought was funny. Okay. Uh, They're in the middle of the ocean. Mm-hmm. And they're getting attacked by a giant mechanical shark. Which and, I still don't understand. Uh, guess who's on the on the peach with them? Who? Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus. That's right. <laughs> I Richard was. It's really a t- missed opportunity. He could have said we are going to need a bigger peach. Yeah. Uh, oh, that so, was a missed opportunity. Although his voice was almost unrecognizable. It uh, really was. It, he was uh, really gone for like this funny New York, like old school, yeah thing, which he did great yes he was like an nyc centipede uh pete postlethwaith i don't know how to say his name yeah yeah, he's great i love him in everything he's always he died some years ago but um yeah 2011 he was the old man uh he's i've uh, always enjoyed him yeah he was um he was awesome in uh the romeo and juliet i was just gonna say yeah uh, he's the apothecary guy yeah not Kate Winslet, uh, Claire Danes. Claire Danes, <laughs> Leo. His, his other love in the 90s. Right. Uh, Simon Callow. When uh, Nature Calls. Yes. Oh, my God. We haven't done that one yet, have we? I know, but uh, he's the bad guy. He is the bad guy. So one he of He was the grasshopper. Uh, he was the grasshopper and fantastic. Really yeah, great characters. Good. Um, David Thewlis. Yeah, Lupin. Professor the, uh, Lupin slash the evil guy from Dragonheart. Dragonheart, God, which sucked. we've done. The evil brat. Yeah, um, he was so. T- he was scary in that. Uh, he he was, was the scared worm. His guy. character was hilarious. Um, he was really good. Susan Sarandon as the spider. She was, she was like a macabre, like, French. I'm a French okay, spider. But like occasionally Russian. <laughs> yeah, it was a, li- it was a little sometimes i was russian yeah. vaguely european accent okay um uh, shout out to joanna loomley uh, okay and spiker yeah uh she's, cool. she's from that show absolutely fabulous right at fab yeah. really funny yeah and yeah miriam margoyles as well, and sponge. sponge and the uh, uh glow glowworm, i think oh yes I think she does dub- that's correct it. which is also was a funny i kept calling it referring to her as a silkworm but it was also right. a very funny sort of thing uh it's like sort of old woman right and uh, then uh paul paul terry is the kid how do you feel about paul terry eh, you know he's he's fine i think i got thrown a couple times i don't think he was great he stopped acting i looked up to it when he was a kid he's yeah. a math teacher now Wow. In a, in a novelist but like he did a, he did like a soap opera for kids or something and then like he played bass in a band in the early 2000s and now and now he's a math teacher yeah I mean I thought as far as child actors go it was you know it, yeah, it you... fine I was kind of thrown by his accent sometimes he'd be like but he's my friend yeah <laughs> everyone climb up onto the wiggin. <laughs> <laughs> you're not even a real now uh <laughs> His accent, or maybe speech impediment? I think Are it's you making I fun, think fun it of is his speech impediment. Kind of. I think it's a variety <laughs> of English accent. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. sure. Let's just say. Um, also, shout out to Mike Starr. Okay. Who most people probably know him as um, the the guy from Dumb and Dumber. One of the bad guys from Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. was the, the cop. At the end, he's the the NYPD guy who's like handling the situation and i'm gonna say you know for like this big part at the end he was just crushing it kind of took yeah kind of took the show and he was he was really good great there's great also a cameo actor. by uh, the kid from the uh that kangaroo movie that we watched oh um yes <laughs> um <laughs> the guardian is so you, the- it's, yeah the Virtue. Warriors, Vir- Warriors Virtue. of Virtue. I was oh going to say the Guardians of Gahoo, <laughs> Yeah. it's not that. <laughs> um, speaking of which, I this is totally random that you mentioned that. I was just scrolling through the, the cast of James and the Giant Peach, and the main kid from Warriors of Virtue was an extra. Oh, is yeah. that what you were just saying? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So oh. he, was, he was like one of the kids in the crowd that's like, I think he was the one that was like, can we eat some of the peach too? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 And James yeah. is okay. like, sure, everyone eat that peach. And yeah. also, the old man shows up at the end and he's like, let James talk, Pete Puzzleswift. Yeah, that kid, Mario Dia, Nailed it. <laughs> um, he was in a shit ton of stuff in the 90s that were... He was in Jack? Yeah, he was in Jack. Which well, I can't wait to do, but that's going to be weird. It's going to be weird, and it's also going to... It's gonna be it's gonna be weird for a lot of reasons. It's we'll so, talk about it it's when we get. So do sad. Um. Yeah, it's so fucking sad. <laughs> wow. Um, so yeah. wait. So what wait. Cast? How did you spot that kid? I was just looking at the cast. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. This is, just, yeah. Um, so yeah, like there's the switch over between, like a really cool, like old school looking film, and then he goes he 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 goes in the peach. He eats one of the crocodile tongues. And he goes into that the beach. That part peach. was cool. When it was explaining and his head it gets is. all huge! Yeah, what was that about? Because it's, it's animation. Because he ate one of those... He ate one of those things. Yeah, it snuck in, and his head got huge, and his body got small, and he was all crazy looking. No one even con- no one even mentioned how, like, his neck must be really tired. Um, so... Also making an appearance in this film was Jack Skellington. Jack Skellington shows up as a uh, ghost pirate. So that whole underwater sequence thing was rad. It really was. It doesn't show up in the book. No, it really... Um, But it was really cool looking. (laughs) Um, And I feel like they just had a whole bunch of cool creatures like Jack Skellington from two years ago that they were able to just use, right? I mean, it's the same... Yeah, well they, uh, I just read something that definitely like parts of it were exactly the same character model. Yeah. You know, like I mean, that was cool. In particular. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. Yeah. And like in the way that he's like climbing up the rigging and, like like his like, you know, how he's all spidery yeah. and stuff. I, like, mean, I love uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas cinematic universe. Yeah, or just like the I like the idea that Jack Skellington is like an actor and this is like another part for him. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jack Skellington as the Ghost Pirate. Uh, uh, yeah, that was cool. Because uh, they were like in the north and they were trapped. So that was like, I guess replacing the the cloud people. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was I, cool, though. It was a short movie, which also like, nice. It was like an hour and twenty minutes. Did you notice the uh, Aunt Sponge and Aunt Spiker figurehead on one of the sunken ships? I thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. It's just like a lot of like, you know, the themes are just like. Shit that scares you when you're a kid, you know, and like imagination and nightmares and stuff. So that, like, at the end, the rhino is like, you know, the cloud rhino, and it like is this scary storm cloud. And and, you know, James, of course, defeated is just the like, I'm not gonna be afraid anymore. Kind of, you know, it's it's standard kids movie stuff. Yeah, facing your fears. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I mean, really, yeah. The whole showdown with the rhino at the end, like, first of all. What is that rhino? What is it? Second of all. It's just just a metaphor for fear. So what really happened to his parents? Mm. I mean, maybe they were eaten by a rhino. I suppose. Or maybe. Maybe. They just like died in a car accident. Maybe (laughs) Aunt Sponge and Aunt Spiker killed them. Uh yeah, but just told that story. For what reason? Were they rich? Mm. No, I I don't think so, because they were like Oh, they're scheming to, on ways to, like, exploit the peach for money. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. You sent me a text message while we were watching it that was, that I also uh, thought was interesting mm-hmm. to think about, which was, uh, what is the backstory to the shark? Because <laughs> there aren't pirates on there. We were confusing yeah. the pirates from later. It's just like... It's just this it mechanical It seems like it's a fishing shark. shark. It's like a fishing vessel almost. Because, yeah. like it it first shows up there's like a whirlpool under a school of fish yeah and then it like cuts all their heads off and then there's just fish like i like to think and that they, there is there are there's somebody or multiple somebodys in the shark well then they all exploded and died yeah no yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh yeah where yeah where did that or or maybe maybe it is like sent from another even larger vessel like you said to like fish or yeah, it was cool like the design was cool i really yeah. liked the uh, like the interlocking like sections of of uh, of the thing and uh, like just the whole the whole design was really cool and and the seagulls thing happened way sooner
1: than i yeah, thought yeah yeah it
0: happens know. right there at that moment and then i think that the other thing that's different from the book is that I think that Aunt Sponge and Aunt Spiker just die in the beginning when they're crushed by the peach. I, yeah, either they die at the very beginning or they die at the very end when they get, just get run over. Yeah, I think they get run over. I definitely think, yeah. It is weird that they, um, they, they it implies that they drove yeah through, th- like through the Atlantic Ocean. Through the ocean with their crushed car um, yeah, that was where they really were scary. They were terrifying. They looked um, like fucking skeletal zombies. Like, Spiker reminded me of the other mother in Coraline in some ways, like, towards the end of it. Just yeah. Just, like the way that she's, like, cracking her neck and stuff like that. I mean, it's interesting. Yeah. The art style there continuing. Terrifying and gross. And really good. I mean, I, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, really cool. Um, really cool. Also, I guess he didn't necessarily write a book, or maybe he did in the book, but it was weird. Uh, <laughs> at the end, what's his name, the wizard the guy? old man. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> Molly, <laughs> Molly just dropped something in the kitchen. That's what that sound was. And I look over, and she's got the most, like, I'm so sorry face <laughs> on. It's, it's OK. It's all right, Molly. It's all right. Is everything OK? Are you safe? Yeah, everything's good. Uh, he says he needed a what he he told was telling this story so much he needed a way to tell everyone, and that is what you've just watched. That is just yeah. Oh, so, so he, he made a movie. Made the movie. He went yeah. to Hollywood. You <laughs> <laughs> got a big old movie deal. Out yeah, of it. I mean, when you think about it, you got a story like that. Yeah, someone's gonna make a movie. Make a movie. Um... That's what cute. did you think in general? Like, so I definitely say the movie is a work of art and it's very enjoyable to watch. Now, just mm-hmm. from a story and pacing standpoint, how did you feel about it? Um, I think that it took too long for them to get on the peach. Yes. And I think that like the hijinks on the like the peach stuff was kind of rushed still. it Yeah, and it was very like segmented. It was like, yeah, very segmented, here's like this yeah. one minute scene with this character, a blackout fade into the next scene at totally different with different characters like these little like vignette type scenes like he has having yeah. these like these kind of like special precious moments with each of the insects right yeah Um. so yeah it felt a little disjointed or forced in that way um, yeah and like sometimes even the songs kind of felt forced but um, yeah because most, it's ran most of the time <laughs> most of the time but like I love Randy Newman and so what I just like picturing the idea of them being like all right Randy uh, can you please write a song for us about um, about food and what all these different bugs uh, would would find to be their favorite food and then uh, just make a make a jaunty little. Uh, drinking song out of that and he's like oh yeah no problem got, got it. it got it well yeah that one and the, the song that they're singing that, to like introduce themselves and like right, yeah. was amazing and also like something that I think Randy Newman's very very good is, is like shift totally just like shifting uh, gears in the middle of a song um, and like going <laughs> to a, a different style a different absolutely everything and I mean, you know, yeah, that song did that he's a a genius yeah Yeah. and he he was able to do that with each of the characters and have them all have their own little yeah yeah, intro so like the songs themselves obviously I thought were great yeah in the context of the movie I sometimes felt like they were forced which is hard to do with because it's not really a musical that's the thing yeah, especially because uh, some of them went on a little bit too long. I think, mm-hmm. which is also yeah. kind of a well, it's kind of a Randy Newman thing sometimes. <laughs> songs go on a little too long. Quit while you're ahead, Randy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we uh, love your song. Uh, Radio cut, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, in general, though, I mean, it. It. I think because it's so short, it still works really well. You know, if this movie were. Really, any longer? I don't know if I could I could deal with it. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. It is a really short book, and yeah. so like, there, and there's not too much to it. Um, it's just it's whimsical and it's light and it's fun, and it's got you know those hints of dark stuff in there that every one of Roald Dahl's books has. Yeah, um, which I love, and probably definitely made up a lot of <laughs> like just my my general psyche growing up because. I still love that stuff. Yeah. Like, a little bit of... Make it a little scary. Yeah. Oh, no, um, totally. But, yeah, I, I, I like that, um, the idea of that it's a work of art. I, as far as a film, like, it's fine. Yeah. But as that, a... Especially for, yeah. like, kids. Like, there's definitely... Yeah. I, we, I we watched this movie over and over again when I was a kid, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I think part of it is, is like, the, anima- the animation... You know it's, it's just beautiful stop motion is just so cool oh my god when that peach is like in the peach colored clouds and stuff like yeah. that I mean it was awesome it was gorgeous yeah um also yeah like in the the first number with all the insects and stuff like you're watching them like do these dances and stuff and like twirl around and I'm just like god this the like they sinking that. this stop motion to the music like it just like you know the artist the level of artistry and talent that goes into creating something like that how about um when they're sculpting like the peach like during the peach song and they're making stuff out of (laughs) the peach and like clumps of peach which honestly did not always look very appetizing like this nasty lumpy sticky thing and Um, they're like yeah they're like molding it yeah almost like clay like yeah like pottery kind of thing yeah it was wild, getting kind of like kind of meta, you know. It's I like, know you are like because <laughs> they are doing cool. stop. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it was uh, really cool. It yeah. was really fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. My review for it is um, definitely worth the watch. Uh, I agree. Definitely worth renewing your memories if you haven't seen it in a long, yeah, long, long time. Yeah, memories, especially too, because it's just like I said. It's the 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 you know viewing it as a as a work of art. Uh, I think is the right way to go about it. I agree, and I mean, if you have kids, uh, that's also, I mean, throw it in the rotation. And yeah, and uh, it's on. Uh, I know a lot of people got that uh, that new uh, Disney Plus platform. It's on there, yeah. so yeah. not that they're they're, giving a, they're not giving us any money or anything. I'm just yeah, you know. they can. We mentioned Imagineers. <laughs> yeah. If they want to, I'll take it. Rock and roll. Um, well, I think that that'll do it for James and the giant Peach. That's it. Um, doing it before we go. Trevor, you got any last tangents you want to go on? you got any any suggestions for the audience of what they should do with themselves in their this week? Oh, you know, take care of yourself. find a good there's a lot of good causes out there to donate to right now. Uh, a number. I mean just so many. you can find lists and lists. It's kind of hard to oh, know yeah. where to start but yeah like you know and if, you're not, if, to, if you're not sure where to start your local food pantry is always a good option absolutely that's a really good one uh, yeah because we're all you know most of us are trying to stay home and trying to stay safe and protect everyone and each other but other people are kind of out right now protesting and doing what they have to do and I think that's important too so you know find, find different ways to support everyone that's trying to help yes yeah good call um, yeah, that's it. What about you, Tom? Um, I think everyone should go to YouTube and look up Yella's Marble Racing, uh, <laughs> or Marble Runs. Yeah. Uh, John Oliver told me to watch this uh, on the latest episode of last week, tonight. And uh, it whether you're a sports fan or not, this is a channel that takes marbles and creates these elaborate race tracks and other things and have all these marbles race each other did you watch any i sent you the yeah it's really cool and it's like (laughs) it's it's oddly there's something about it like i've got it's mesmerizing yeah and you can kind of you like for molly and i we get into it like the way that people get into watching any sporting event come on orange come on you can do it oh rangers all the way <laughs> um, so that's Yellas. That's uh, J E L L E apostrophe S. Marble runs on YouTube. Uh, go watch it; it's fun. Plus, if you are a sports fan and you're sad that there aren't any sports to watch, they their new their new league starts up June twenty first. So, which by the way, it's yeah, almost June when we're oh, recording this. Where the <sighs> I can't decide if time is going extremely fast or extremely slow. It just depends on the minute. I really, I think maybe like day to day feels slow, but then I look at the calendar and it's already it's June, and I'm I've like, "Here forever." This is just a lost year. I feel like What's it's this point? one doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. Let's do 2020 again, or just never. Or didn't, yeah, again. No. yeah. Why did I say that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, listeners, if you're listening. And we hope that you are. Uh, you can send us an email at nowavailableov at nowavailableov@gmail.com, just like Blair did, and uh, Blair sent us uh, a suggestion, and we took it. We took so it. So if you want to help shape the show, send us a message there, or you can hit us up on Instagram nowavailableovc on the Instagrams. Love to hear from you. Love to hear what you're doing with your time during this. Yeah. Can't believe we're still doing this. We time. could use some suggestions, honestly. Yeah. Like, not just for what to watch, but just what to do. What to do. What do I do? Help. And it, it, besides baking. Like, yeah, that's oh, like... A, a, I'm not, not going to be some bandwagoner over here. I'm not going to bake bread just because everyone's baking bread. The baking train. Yeah. I did. I built a computer. That's that pretty cool. I was like a big... I For many weeks, I was researching components and stuff, getting into that. Yeah, see, I've never done that. It's kind of like baking. It's exactly like baking. But like with really expensive components <laughs> you're cooking now yeah nice alright well that's gonna do it thanks for listening uh I hope you enjoyed James and the Giant Peach Trevor Tom you had a uh, party in words of wisdom for our listeners oh sure well so this was a movie about a peach uh if you love peaches and movies about peaches uh there's a couple good uh other films I can direct you to uh, Parasite it's a great okay. film involves some peaches and uh, Call Me By Your Name Uh, another fantastic film uh, involves peaches and uh, we've even done one uh, here on our podcast with uh, Nick Cage it's called Face Off in which he talks about how you could eat a peach for hours (laughs) so you know (laughs) when people are moving to the country they could eat a lot of peaches (laughs) Alright, well, until next time, don't forget to check and replace your smoke detector batteries. Now we're available on video cassette. Now we're available on video cassette. Now we're available on video cassette. You can watch it on your TV set right now. Same as it Trevor was. <laughs> oh, Same as it Trevor was. <laughs> Same as it Trevor was. Oh, All right, I'm recording. I want to uh, start a, a band. <laughs> Talking Heads cover band? <laughs> no, no. Uh, a band that specifically looks for songs where the word ever is <laughs> prominently featured, and we change it to your name. Mm-hmm. I um, mean, we could do it with Tom so, too. You know, same as the Trevor was. Uh oh, return to for Trevor.